everybody. Welcome to Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. I'm Josh Borger. Oh, yeah, and I'm I'm Kellen Getty. Do you want to try that again? No, no, no. We'll cut that. Okay. Cut it. A little background on the two of us. Uh, we've been friends since we were about six years old. Uh, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I'm a diehard everything Pittsburgh fan, except for really the Pirates, because they're just so bad, it's not even worth my time. And uh, I... I like Chicago sports, except the Cubs, the White Sox. So we're going to start today by recapping the NFL games from last week. And what game do you want to start with? Oh, let's start with the one o'clock slate. So right off the bat, probably the biggest game that made the most headlines. Let's go Falcons-Cowboys. That was certainly a crazy game. I was... uh, my Steelers were playing, so I didn't watch the whole game, but I was lucky enough to catch the end of that. And, I mean, what were your thoughts on the Falcons not falling on that ball on the onside kick? Well, I don't... <laughs> like, what were they doing waiting so long? I mean, they could have... Like, I don't I don't know. Like, why didn't they jump on it? it? You don't have to wait for it to go 10 yards if you're the receiving team. I mean, like, the tight end was literally there. I don't know. I don't know who it was. But he's literally there just hovering over the ball, just waiting for it to go 10 yards. The Falcons tight end. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, when I was watching it, I was mesmerized that he kicked the ball sideways. I didn't like. (laughs) So I think they're probably just all shocked that he actually kicked the ball like that. And because nobody does that. I mean, we've seen Chris Boswell's like trip himself trying to kick an onside kick. He does like the the like backwards between the leg deal doesn't he yeah he he did it once in college at like rice and obviously he's now a pro at it even though he's tripped himself i think chris boswell probably is the most has tripped himself more than any other kicker while trying to perform routine tasks rice is a good rice is a good sports school just so you know it is i mean chris boswell anthony rendon both rice guys i think would, I don't remember the exact stat, but I think the Falcons are the only team since like 1913 that's blown a 30 point lead without having a um, turnover. A turnover, yeah. Like they, I mean, and the only reason that is is because they didn't start keeping that stat till 1913 or whatever year it was. But, um, I mean, the overhit. So yeah, that, big time, big time that overhit it, it in like the first half. That's a good thing. Another big story from that game that, I mean, not as many people talked about is there were 21,000 people in attendance for that game. Really? And it was an indoor stadium. So (laughs) apparently COVID doesn't exist in Jerry World. Well, Jerry World's big, so you could spread them out nice and easy. I mean, but it looked so cool when he kicked that field goal and, like, there were actually fans in the stands and they weren't singing about it. I mean, I think fans are going to be back. They're going to be back before the playoffs. Like I don't, I don't know if they're going to be back before the playoffs. I think you I just, literally like need a cure for COVID if you want them back before the playoffs. I'm completely in denial about it, and I just <laughs> I want fans back. I mean, like I'm a sport management major, and everything that we've learned in sport management is to take like all bias out of sports and make it like 
unbiased opinions, form unbiased opinions. But I've thrown all that out the window for COVID because I'm just trying to convince myself that things are going to go back to normal. And I feel like the more I say it, the more things will go back to normal, even though, like, realistically, probably won't. But, I mean, when we're going to the Super Bowl, Steelers-Bears, we're going to be in a full stadium. Um, We're going to be in Tampa Bay. Might have to wait one year. I think, and that it kind of works out just because, you know, the Bears are probably, you know, they're more in a position to make the Super Bowl next year, obviously, with uh, getting a first round pick next year after that Khalil Mack trade. You know, we'll, we'll get a first rounder, we'll input him into the offense or defense, and that'll be the missing piece for the Bears to make the Super Bowl. So. By then we should have fans. Where is the Super Bowl next year? Is that in LA? Is that at the new? I uh, probably. Or is I mean, it is it the Super Bowl this year in LA? No, it's in Tampa Bay. Um, Why are they well, in Tampa? I don't know. Uh, I think it's probably because the league loves Party Brady time. and wants to give Brady a chance to win a home Super Bowl. That's but fair. That's do you fair. know uh, what the last Super Bowl played in Tampa Bay was? I'm gonna guess uh, Steelers Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. So we all know how that one is. Antonio ended. Holmes. I'm, Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. It's it's a thing. Um, I don't know. We can move on to another game. One game I guess I something else I wanted to talk about yeah. from this game. I was really disappointed the Cowboys won just because I was really ready to make a lot of jokes about the Cowboys. And uh, really about Mike McCarthy because he's just an easy guy to make fun of. Um, <laughs> but I feel like all those jokes that I was about to make about the Cowboys pretty much work for the Falcons. Like, oh, high-powered offense, but no defense. You're only going to go as far as your defense takes you, but not very far. Your coach is going to get fired in a matter of no time. I think all those still work for the Falcons, right? Yeah, they do. Um, I would – I'm just saying, can we really say Dallas has a high-powered offense? I don't know if Dak's that good. Well, th- <laughs> okay, well, Dak threw for over 400 yards. Yeah. He looked pretty. He looked pretty good. And then they got Zeke. The they got CD Lamb and Amari Cooper and Once that other CD third Lamb receiver who is apparently pretty good, but always gets offensive PIs. Once CD Lamb gets good, I mean, I'm looking at the stats from this game again, and Dallas didn't even con- convert on a fourth down, and their third down efficiency wasn't great either. Like, the Falcons just were so awful. Dallas lost four fumbles in that game. Yeah, I I just, I feel bad, like, because I don't feel bad for the Falcons. Like, it's just funny to make fun of them. But, like, people are somehow going to pin this one on Matt Ryan, too. And this one wasn't his fault. That's, like, all situational stuff. Like, like I'll get into Dan Quinn more later when we talk about the Lions, yeah. just because him and Patricia are in similar territory. But I mean, like, yeah, that's that, on Dan Quinn. And like, how do you not fall in that onside kick? I mean, Matt Ryan threw for 273 yards and completed 24, 36 with four touchdowns. Also, is Calvin Ridley better than Julio Jones? People are asking. I I think he is. I mean, I think, I think he is. He he showed up. He yeah. showed up. Where was Julio? Out. Didn't Julio dropped the TD. I mean. All right, I guess we could probably move on. We could go uh, Vikings-Colts. Not a lot to say, say about this one. Yeah, I personally didn't see much of this game. Um, the Vikings are awful. They're yeah. just so bad. The so my, 
my two notes on the game were Vikings stink, stink in caps. Um, and then they extended Cousins in the offseason. I didn't know that until I looked it up. Why did they do that? That surprises me. I have no idea why they would do that. I mean, That's, it's funny because the Bears get to play him a couple more times, but why did they do that? Yeah, I know. They they might they might get the number one pick the way it's looking right right now this year, and that's Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I'm sure they didn't anticipate it to be that way when they locked up Cousins long term. Yeah, but, but that's Trevor not good. Lawrence, does he want to go to Minnesota? It's kind of cold there, and he's well, a they, warm it's an indoor stadium. That is true. But he's got to play at Lambeau and Soldier Field. That's no one wants to go to Soldier Field. I mean, just most most dangerous crowd to play against. I that. The turf's pretty dangerous there too. Oh, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking about that, but that's probably yes, more dangerous. Yes, Sequana. The turf, the turf's a little dangerous hey, there. Okay, well, okay, that's not the turf's fault. It's early in the year, first game of the year. Turf shouldn't be that bad right hey, now. Hey, the grounds crew didn't have a preseason either, so <laughs> grounds crew did not have a preseason. You're right about that. We can go with that. I mean, looking, apparently, I'm going to stick with a theme here. Uh, attendance numbers for this game, 2,500. Low. Low. So it's a little I, bit low. Not a great turnout for for those. Uh, was it in Minnesota? It was in Indianapolis. Um, oh, I mean, Ooh. that's a Colts fans first, consider themselves diehard fans. Not showing up to the game today. It that's just not that's not a good look for Colts fans. I mean, tough I look. The Colts though. I mean, Philip Rivers looks. He look, He was okay. I mean, he was okay in this game. But that's, but that's like pretty much what the Colts season is going to be. Is the Colts so, are going to be okay? They're not going to wow you. They have Quentin Nelson who. Like, always has one block a game that you're just like, wow, this guy's awesome. But you don't want those, like, your main highlights coming from an offensive lineman. So there's yeah. just going to be an okay team this year. I mean, I don't I, think I don't think they're trying to be anything more than that, though, this year. I really feel bad for Colts fans because, like, for the last 10 years, all they've had to do is, all they've had to watch is old quarterbacks. I mean, Peyton Manning, he was old when he left. Andrew Luck thought that Andrew he, Luck was old when he got there. Yeah, he, he was he, he was young age wise, but he acted like he was old and was about well, to retire, and then did retire. And the and offensive line they had around him aged him real fast. And so then we're like, and they're just they're good enough to never get a young player. And so they have to bring in Philip Rivers. I mean, old. That was probably cost him a lot of money to move his whole family to Indianapolis. Oh, I think they're still like uh, wherever they were before. I don't even know if they were in California before, but that's, that's a lot of kids. It is. That's probably where the attendance came from. Actually, it was just Philip Rivers' family. And that that is, could be. Probably. Could be a little family reunion in Indianapolis. <laughs> he brought the. They're they're living in Lucas Oil Stadium. Ah, I'm just saying, Rodrigo Blankenship. He looked good. Love that guy. I gotta find. I can't find his. Uh, stats for field goals he made at least four or five of them he is my fantasy kicker just the sports goggles you can't yeah. miss you can't miss can't. if you got you, if you, you got better goggles. not miss if you wear sports goggles you can't miss that's that's a fact um, all right next game uh packers lions probably not a ton to talk about there because it was really not lines that close are horrible lines are terrible this is this is what i want okay well we had the first lambo leap of the year i think it was aaron jones yeah. um I think it was better without the fans, uh, personally. I I do too because I mean I don't I don't like seeing uh, the fans, you know, thinking they're one of the guys. They're not. Yeah, and it just 
sometimes when they do the Lambeau Leap, generally Packers fans, I mean, don't want to get into stereotypes. They're not the most in shape. They're so not they nimble. Tr- so when they try and pull him in, it just doesn't look good. Like, no bias you just here. All you saw was pure athleticism on that Lambo leap, which it was kind of refreshing to see. Yeah. I like I like to see them do that. And I got a, another touchdown celebration I'll touch on when we get to uh, one of the marquee 1 o'clock, the second marquee 1 o'clock game. Um, all right. But here's, here's, here's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, who's going to get fired first? So I got I got three guys. Who's going to get fired first? Matt Patricia, Dan Quinn, or Doug Peterson? Doug Peterson's my dark horse guy because Philly fans are just crazy. But, I mean, those are three 0-2 teams right there. I think All Doug those guys Peterson, are on the hot seat. You think Doug Peterson? I just I think his job actually relies on whether or not Carson Wentz gets hurt. Carson went because he's, yeah. he's not going to— If, is if it, Wentz stays Jalen healthy Hurts, and they right? keep doing bad, that's going to be tough for Peterson. It's Jalen Hurts, right? It's their backup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's not tied on. He's not going to put Hertz in, right? But Philly fans are almost as screwed up as Pittsburgh fans in the sense that if Wentz went down, I mean, they saw it a couple of years ago with Nick Foles. Yeah. They're going to talk themselves in and they're well, going to buy back in about Jalen Hurts. I mean, last year I bought in to somehow Duck Hodges was going to lead me to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, it can be done. They're a degenerate fan base. Well, did you see you see what happened? Wentz threw an interception, and they started booing him. There were no fans at the game. They they <laughs> they sounded in boos for Wentz's interception at a home game. That is not a good look. But I mean, that's somebody how, that how cruel is that? That's somebody that knows. Uh, they know their fan base, and I mean, I mean, yeah, they knew they would have booed in that situation. I, 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 think, I think Patricia's going to get fired first. Personally, I do too. Um, you just kinda, said Peterson, though. No, I said I think Peterson's job relies on Carson. Oh, okay, okay, okay. getting hurt because I feel like if he keeps putting Wentz in, they're going to get to a point where they're like, we need to see Jalen Hurts. Like we want to, we know what Wentz can bring. Like we want to see Hurts. Mm-hmm. So I think it really just, and I don't think he's going to pull him unless he gets hurt. So I mean, I'd give Wentz a couple weeks. Yeah. Do they, do I mean, Peterson has a Super Bowl ring going for him. Like that, that keeps yeah. your job for a couple of years. Patricia, I mean, the like you said, he he was the play caller for one of the best defensive calls in Super Bowl history. Yeah. But that other is. than that, I guess Dan Quinn is behind one of the biggest blown leads in Super Bowl history. But he just seems untouchable at this point. Yeah, if he has a job, like he's like he's not gonna lose it ever. He's gonna do enough to keep his job. I mean. But oh, Matt Patricia, he should be out. He should be fired. I just they were up fourteen to three, and they just, he's a defensive. It wasn't, and it wasn't even close by the end he, of the game. He's a defensive coach. It ended forty two twenty one. What a defensive guru! I mean, and, and their their rookie o- Okuda was awful. I mean, like it was his first week ever playing. He was injured last week against the Bears, but I mean, he's probably going to get better. But like. They drafted him high. They drafted him to plug in right away and be the replacement for, yeah. uh, what, Darius Slay? And yep. he didn't do that at all. I mean, they're just uh, they're just not a good team. They find any way to lose. It's yeah. really creative. I mean, I go to school in Michigan. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I go to Grand Valley. And so I'm surrounded by a lot of Lions fans. And I got to say, I do find some perverse joy in just the pain and agony that I see every single Sunday here. Like, it just, 
everyone's just, they, they turn off their TVs and then they come back and they'll watch the fourth quarter and you're, they'll be like you're a glutton for other people's misery. Yeah, they'll just be like, this is it. This is it's finally gonna happen. And then they they blow it. I mean, yeah, the the Lions are just so good at blowing it. Uh, one thing, question for you. You scared all of Aaron Rodgers, cause I, I don't. He looks look, good. <laughs> he looks good, and he looks like a man on a mission. Aaron Rodgers looks really good right now, and I think that's the first time I've ever said that, which is not good for me. I don't, I don't like how good he looks. I think like he he might win MVP this year again. Um. I mean, it's not something I've wanted to think about a lot. That's for sure. I don't. It doesn't give me comfort knowing that he's balling out right now. It does give me comfort knowing that the Packers, for some reason, drafted Jordan Love. Um, whether I gave him extra motivation to ball out this year, I don't know. But they could have drafted another wide receiver in an extremely deep class, and they didn't do that. So they didn't give Aaron Rodgers another weapon, at least. Yeah, but uh, he's he's looking like he doesn't need another weapon right now. They are. They're they don't have a defense though. They don't have they a very good defense, and I that's like, going to be a problem. Yeah, and I feel like the story of the last couple of years has been Packers are really really good out the gate. Somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Whether it is Rodgers, and I mean, I don't, like they're for sure a playoff team. They're for sure going to win like ninety nine percent going to win the NFC North because their biggest competition is the Bears. And the Bears, I mean, the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl as a wild card team if they're going to win it this year. But I mean, I mean I yeah. And there's only like 11 teams, I think, that are 2-0. And the Packers and Bears are both one of them. So huh? not bad. It's, it's not bad. I think, personally, Aaron Rodgers' success has more to do with the fact that uh, – he had a lot of free time without a girlfriend, uh, Danica Patrick. So that's true. Was, no, no distractions. But he was he just was, decided that he wanted to get. You can't say that. Uh, Mike Milbury got sent out of the bubble in Toronto for saying women are distractions. You can't. Oh. You're you're canceled for that. Yeah. Um. So sorry. Well, you're that. not you're not on but. the map yet, so you can't get canceled. <laughs> you, in like two months when we're famous, you'll be canceled. But yeah. he was uh, he was uh, courting uh, Shailene Woodley, so. Maybe he, well, was just, he was still he was still distracted. He just it doesn't matter for him. Probably, I guess. but I mean, she hasn't seen him throw. He was probably just like, hey, watch this. I balled hard for Danica, but I'm gonna ball harder for you. Like this. He is, bought a house for Danica. Has he bought a house for Shailene Woodley? No, but he's trying to win her a Super Bowl. Too bad that he has to go through Chicago for that. Yeah. Um, Super Bowl runs through Chicago this year. Speaking of Chicago, do you want to get into that game and? Uh, I. I I got a couple more games, um, and then we'll get into the, Bear, the Bears and Steelers games uh, at the end of the one o'clock yeah. slate. So next one, this is this one should be very brief because it's the 49ers and the Jets. Um, I mean, like that was a terrible game. The Jets are bad. They're gonna they're they're gonna get Trevor Lawrence, even though Sam Darnold's not that bad. He doesn't have any weapons around him, and Trevor Lawrence is better. Right. True. Yeah. I, mean, I think they the Jets gave up a third and thirty one on a draw play. I did see that and that was absolutely horrendous. I just can we just insert like one sound effect here? I know that we probably don't know how to do that. Yeah, I'll I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. We'll just we'll cut it in. Broken bone. 
snap for for snap. for what one of the Boses? Solomon every Thomas. Injury. Yeah. Oh. A lot of injuries. Let, let's get into the injuries right now. Though. I'm gonna. I'm also gonna cancel the turf at MetLife because apparently, 49ers, the 49ers aren't happy. They changed the turf. All the 49ers got hurt. Personally, hey, Steelers. We played hey. the Jet or we played the Giants there last week. Injuries. Torn ACL. How many ACLs has MetLife Stadium given us this year? Torn. Just, I mean, yeah. we this weekend alone, seven torn ACLs in the NFL. I personally don't remember any time that that's ever occurred. Somehow, and I don't, I don't understand how this happened. James Conner didn't tear his ACL this weekend. I, don't, I was baffled. I was ready I, to put in Benny Snell, and I decided against it. Thank goodness. I do think. I really do think that it has something to do with the fact that I did not wear my James Conner jersey on Sunday. That's 100% what it had to do with. Because historically, I control the Steelers' injuries, so um, I didn't wear James Conner just for that reason. But, yeah, the Jimmy Garoppolo, how long is he out for? Two to four weeks or something like that? I mean, he sprained uh, his ankle. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers had a plethora of injuries. Their defense, is, their defense is all hurt. They have uh-huh. nobody. Um, it, that's just, it's not a good, it really isn't a good look for the NFL. I mean, having everybody get hurt like that, but the, I was watching red zone and I mean, half the highlights were just the injury card driving out onto the field. I mean, it, what, Sa- Saquon, Chris, Christian McCaffrey, thank goodness Christian McCaffrey's isn't season ending, but Saquon's is. Yeah. Um, I mean, who I mean, else but, got hurt? Uh, Nick Bosa. Bosa. Who? Solomon Thomas, Saquon. I mean, these there are the season-ending ones. Two of the uh, one of the uh, Broncos wide receivers. I can't remember his name, but he, I think he tore his ACL as well. I mean, oh, or he's... he, or he sprained something severely. But it's just, it's not. I mean, the turf's canceled for MetLife Stadium. I yeah. don't know. They're gonna have to replace that or something, or people are gonna lose their minds. Luckily, the Steelers got out of there with only one torn ACL. They, they were one of the lucky ones, man. The Niners, they weren't that lucky, and I don't know who goes in there next week, but it's – I don't – I see somebody, like, they're going to change the turf just because someone's going to lose their mind. Um, yeah. I mean, hopefully. And, you know, okay, well, I guess, you know, since we're on the injury train, let's just jump into Bucks and Panthers. Christian McCaffrey went down. Luckily, his wasn't season-ending. But uh, hey, Brady got his first win. He did. Matt Rule got his second loss. I'm a big Matt Rule guy. Baylor. Yeah, coach. I mean, are you? Do you think he at all regrets leaving? I mean, he had Baylor on the cusp of a national championship. I mean, okay. So for whoever doesn't know, I went to Baylor uh, first year out of Baylor right here. Matt Rule. He's a he's a guy. You got to be patient with him as a head coach because his first year, he he did great things at Baylor, but his first year there, he went one and eleven. I he lost say, he lost to Liberty and UTSA and Duke his first year at Baylor. But correct me if I'm wrong, he did come in in some pretty sketchy. Okay, well, yeah, into Baylor. <laughs> but but okay, the the year before he was there, we had an interim coach, Jim Grobe. Love that guy. Jim Grobe went seven and six with even with an even more sticky situation. So Matt rule and his first year at temple, I think he went two and 10. So he's not a guy. I don't know if that, the NFL is probably vastly different than college, but if you're, if you're going to judge a guy 
based off of his coaching, you can't judge Bant Rule on his first year from what I've seen because he stinks his first year. And, I mean, this was Teddy Bridgewater's second game. New system for the coach, new system for the quarterback. I mean, they they didn't really have a lot of time, not a lot of training camp to yeah. chemistry going. Uh, I mean, if you even look at Brady's struggle last week, he yeah. had a lot of issues with that. I mean, his coach threw him under the bus. That was pretty great to see, but yeah, good thing he got the know. win this week. Him and Gronk, that people were saying him and Gronk need to work on the chemistry. I'm like they've been together ten years. How much chemistry is there to work on? Yeah, I are they? Do they not like Gronk in Tampa Bay, or because they're just? I don't know. I, th- I think they're just. I think they're babying him a little bit, just because you know he he was out of football for a whole year. Maybe to and, and no training camp really for him to get back into football shape. Probably taking a little slow with him. Yeah, I mean, and he's got a history of injuries too. Yeah, looking at looking at the stat line, one thing that stood out to me in this game as well was five sacks for Tampa Bay and none for Carolina. That's just, I mean, you can't expect Teddy Bridgewater to do Teddy Bridgewater things if you can't protect him. The offensive line just has to be better. Yeah. Well, Car- Carolina, if if they want to put more pressure on the quarterback, put in uh, Bravion Roy and Clay Johnston out of Baylor. They know they know Matt Rule. They know what he wants. They'll somehow get to the quarterback because of that. Hey, I mean, big time players make big time plays, and I, it does help. I'm pretty sure play. both those guys are on the practice squad right now. Like, I don't even know, know if they're on the team. Speaking from personal experience, and I'm sure you've played sports, you can attest to this. Knowing a coach and knowing what he wants, you just – if, if you have a good relationship with a coach, you're going to try harder. That's that's science right there. It's, that is absolute science that you will try harder. There's some sort of psychology behind that. That's for or sure. Or a coach that you know and have a relationship yeah. with. But do you have any other games you wanted to get into? Um, um, I, I'd we, say – so we could probably – I mean, like, I mean, if we'll we want to address the, all the games, like, we could. But we'll just – Jags-Titans – not a lot to go into. That was a good game, but like, yeah, not. I mean, Derrick Henry has yet to get going, and the Titans are two and zero, so they might actually be good. The Jags might actually be okay. Minshew we'll looks see. good. Thursday night, Bills Dolphins, another one. game. Um, that Josh Allen connection with Stefan Diggs looks good, but the yeah, Dolphins Josh are also terrible. I yeah. something I did want to talk about with the Dolphins was. Why don't they just play Tua? Like, he's going to be better than Fitzpatrick, right? Like, why why not just play him? I, I really don't know. I mean, maybe they don't trust his hips. Maybe they... He, he's had a lot Dude, of time to recover from that. Maybe Tua's hips lie. Maybe he's not Shakira. Maybe his <laughs> hips lie. We don't I know. mean, nobody's Shakira. But I, I'm i going to go out on a limb here. Uh, a little fast forward to Thursday night action. I think we see Tua on Thursday night. I hope so. I, get, I, I don't I don't like sitting young quarterbacks because you want them to learn. Like I, I get that, you know, it worked for Aaron Rodgers, it works for a couple other guys. But if if you're having to uh, learn by learn behind Fitzpatrick as much as I love yeah. him, it's not a it can't be a lot there. Yeah, I mean like in the Aaron Rodgers situation, Brett Favre was a starting quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Ryan's Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Fitzpatrick will win one game a year to keep uh the Patriots from getting home field advantage. That's yeah. that's what he does. He does yeah. that. I do. I think I think Minshew is going to come out Thursday night, going to dominate in the first two quarters. We're going to see the first of Tua Tungavaloa on 
uh, Thursday night. And we'll also get to see some sick shots of his parents watching the game. Oh, yeah. In the house. Both family. In the house that Saban bought for them. Yep, so, yep, definitely. Tua also has a family that could fill a football stadium as well, much That's like Philip Rivers. So I think we're going to have to see that. It would be really cool. Do the Dolphins play the Colts this year? Because it would be pretty cool to just see, like, half the stadium Philip Rivers' kids and the other half Tua's family. Let's get, uh, let's get like, a like a Thanksgiving Turkey Day football match. That would, those two families. That would be electric. I mean, you could probably put that on HBO and people would pay to watch that. I think um, that I think the Tagovailoa's dominate that game. They they definitely do. They got some big bodies. They got. Uh, uh, I think linemen. one of the last one o'clock games um, we could talk about is Eagles Rams. Um, I, we kind of touched on it earlier. Carson Wentz got booed by no fans. Um, how are the Eagles favorites in that game going in? I like, have, they, I bet I bet the Rams. Thank goodness, because. But how how were the Eagles favorites going in? I, how do you do that? I really don't understand, and I don't know. I still don't know. Are the Rams good? I I don't know. What, oh, something I want to talk to you about. What do you think about their uniforms? The cream kind of throws me off. It, it does. Yeah. Don't, I don't I, I don't like I don't like the base color. That's and my sure. biggest my biggest issue with too like, and I find this with other uniforms in sports, is I'm colorblind, so I see colors differently. <laughs> so when I'm looking at it, it doesn't look the same way that it does to other people. But I think the blue ones look kind of cool. I think yeah. their logo change was stupid. Yeah. Um, it looks like they should be the Chargers first off. That's okay. Here's that. That's that's my theory. So they went a little bit lighter on the like. Okay, their uniforms last year, like they're sweet. They they. Yeah. Do you the Rams had an all-time classic uniform? They went a little bit lighter on the blue, a little bit brighter on the yellow. I think they're slowly trying to fit because the Chargers, to me, they have the best uniforms in maybe all of sports. I think they're slowly trying to take the Chargers look because the horn on the helmet kind of looks like the lightning bolt. I think they're trying to take the Chargers look. I think it's going to get to the point where we're just like we're not going to know what team's on the field. So like there's just going to be one team that goes and like whoever's playing the better team. They'll put like Jared Goff's gonna go play the better team or something. They're gonna like be that. the LA football team. They're just they're gonna be the LA football team. They're just gonna merge. I mean, they're in the same. I think part of the reason is from a marketing standpoint, they were just like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever watched any of time lapse videos of how they changed like MetLife over from Jets to Giants, but it's a lot of work because you got to change from green to blue. Yeah. They went with the same colors. They don't, they don't, they don't have change to do anything. that. And they don't even really need to change the lightning bolt. They're just like, oh no, that's our new like slightly altered that's, that's it that's our tertiary uh logo there wow yeah. that's a big wow then it could be a financial move and it would save money in the long run they don't have to pay anybody to change it over for the no fans that they have that's a good call um and for colorblind people like you they wouldn't even have to change it now i don't know i don't i don't even notice i mean i don't i don't i'm not a big fan of cream jerseys because i just feel like they're dirty the whole time i'm watching yeah. the game and yeah. i feel like i also feel like white jerseys they just they look better, yeah. especially in turf, like natural grass fields. White jerseys just look so much better because they get all dirty. And yeah, I got my just, white Akeem Hicks jersey. Love it. As, oh, it so let's, good. since I'm talking about favorite team, I want you to talk about the Steelers-Broncos game. I have literally, the only place to start, this defense is yeah. so good. 
Like now you know how I felt about the 2018 Bears. Like I just love watching the defense. This Except, do you guys actually have a pretty decent offensive weapons now too? This defense is so good. They're just so good. I can't even like that. That's it. They're just so good, yeah. and they haven't even thrown to Minka. Nobody's even trying to go to Minka right now. Um, let's see. Steelers are two and zero. Little statistic for you. This goes with the Bears. Sixty-one point three percent of teams that start two and zero make the playoffs. Good and news that, for both of us. That is before, before we expanded the seven teams. Mm. Yeah. And going back to this defense because they're good, they're really, really good. Um, in the lap, going back to week eleven of last year, two games that they've allowed more than 21 points or more than 20 points actually for that matter you don't even need to score and now we've got i don't know ben roethlisberger ever heard of him hall of fame quarterback well hey cam, cam jordan might have something to say about that ben roethlisberger's back that's second point on this game yes he did I, there were two classic big ben moments in that game just that that ones that really really stood out to me <laughs> The I don't these might not be in order, but the first one was when he scrambled and threw a beautiful touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson. Thought that was gonna win the game, but we ended up doing classic Steelers. I mean, I know the Bears are like this too, but the Steelers just absolutely love the dramatics. They just they're they love like coming down in the fourth quarter. Someone's got to get a stop. I will say it's a lot cooler of a look when there's fans going absolutely ballistic. Yeah, when, when the Steelers, when the Steelers stop, players tweeted out, Renegade just hit different it's, without the fans. It's, it's not the same. Like, I mean, was I that was, game in Pittsburgh? I thought it was a yeah. mile high. No, it was in Pittsburgh. Okay. I, I, I will say going into this game, I was a little nervous because there have been a few like pretty uh, weird things that have happened when we played the Broncos. In previous years, I mean, like last year, <laughs> like fans, Tim Tebow beating you guys. Yeah, that's just that one's still staying. I can still see that pass in my head every time I see the Broncos. I just see the pass going down my screen, and Steelers losing that game. But like, you go to the AFC Championship game, whatever the last year before Brown and Bell went ballistic. I can't remember what year that was, but you go back to that game. We just couldn't catch a pass for any reason, what whatsoever. I mean. Vance McDonald fumbled through the back of the end zone last year and that cost us the game in Denver. So I was a little bit nervous. I mean, yeah, it was in Pittsburgh, so that was better, but like our defense just showed up and they played our run game. I will say I was a little bit, a little bit nervous, but I absolutely am addicted to this defense. And if I could inject this defense into my veins, I would. And I feel like I already have, like I am so defensive player of the year front runner right now. I, I really think so, and I will say, uh, you, I sent you my jersey back before the beginning of the game. He finished with T.J. Watt, uh, so I decided that I would buy a T.J. Watt jersey if he got over three sacks in this or game. Or pick six. Or a pick six, and he finished with two and a half sacks. Ooh. I think and, you still got to do it. Like, you want the jersey. See? Do you have the money, though? What I'm going to do, well, I, I re-signed it in my apartment complex, and I can get a $100 gift card to the NFL shop, which brings Ooh. the cost like down to like 20 bucks for the jersey. Yeah. That's part of the reason. But what I've decided to do, I've picked 
uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, and Devin Bush. It's my four players. No Bud Dupree. And every single week, well, I'm not sure if they're going to re-sign Bud Dupree. I hope they do. They really need to. We can get into that another time. But uh, every week, TJ Watt was this week. I'm going to pick a player and make a jersey bet every week until it hits. So I think I'm going to go Cam Hayward this week. I'm not sure what I should have him. So when when does the uh, Mendenhall jersey bet come into effect? Because I'm not giving you my Mendenhall jersey. I, I'm just saying. I was actually – Probably the greatest article of clothing I own. Give the ball to Mendenhall. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty it's science. If you look at the Steelers' run game, too, we could have used giving the ball to Mendenhall because it wasn't until the fourth quarter that uh, James Conner even got going. Which I'm I surprised they didn't give the ball to Benny Snell more. He had a good game last week. I think it was because uh, they lost um, Zach Banner to that ACL, like I yeah. mentioned, MetLife Series. So they had that rookie uh, right guard playing. He looked so good. So I think that it was just because they wanted – I mean, you got a Hall of Fame quarterback, so they were trying to put the ball in Ben's hands. And it, on the right side, that's not his blind side, so he's pretty good um, picking up blitzes and stuff like that. I think it was more just to protect them um, than anything, honestly. Like, So I think that was part of the reason because with the run game, I mean, Ben can pick up those blitzes and he can toss the ball away or do what Ben does. Um and with the run game, I just think they didn't trust the offensive line enough and wanted to see what these new rookies could do. They looked really good, too. I mean, our offensive line looked so good. There was that one play, not the second Big Ben moment, classic Big Ben moment, was when our offensive line just, they couldn't get any pressure. Ben's sitting back there for, it felt like five minutes. And he got to the point where he just, he had so much time, he didn't know what to do with the ball. And he just yeah. threw it up and it was intercepted. That was a, cla- yeah. that's a classic Big Ben play because he does his best when he has no time to think and there's somebody trying to kill him or someone hanging off of his leg. And he's like, oh, this is no problem. Or, you know, Santonio Holmes is right there. I can't yeah. make that pass. But, ben you know, needs someone nudging into his shoulder. Like well, he, that's that's where he's at his best. Like he needs a collapsed pocket. I don't I don't want I don't want him with a lot of time. Like I want him trying to, like, plow through some practice pads. Yeah. And I think if. If the uh, NFL ever did what the NBA did with, like, the nicknames on the back of the jerseys, Big Ben could put Drama Queen on the back of his jersey. Like, he just loves dramatic. Loves it. He loves big plays more than anything else. I mean, yeah, the Steelers only won 26 to 21, but they look – their defense – felt so, like more. It, it was more. I mean – It didn't of, It didn't really feel like the Broncos were ever going to win that game. No. So, they, one, one other thing I wanted to talk about with that game – uh, Vic Fangio looks like he's going to die on the sideline. I'm worried about his health. He also, was hunched over a lot. What? He looked like Urban Meyer when Urban what? Meyer was like faking all those health problems. What was his outfit? He I didn't wearing, even look at his outfit. He was wearing a hoodie that went like just past his elbow. Hey. It, it wasn't like full Belichick where it's like the cutoff. It was just like. Are you sure his sleeves weren't just rolled up? No, he it was like made to be just past the elbow. I don't know if he's got sensitive elbows or something. My, but Vic Fangio, all time great defensive coordinator. I don't know if he's a good head coach. Vic, Vic Fangio also got he, fined. He looked very yeah. I was I was gonna say like a ton of head coaches got fined. A lot of money too. Like they don't make these like they all got fined a hundred k. They don't make player contracts. That's a lot of money for Vic Fangio. It's gonna go up. He's probably got a down payment on a house in California with his girlfriend. Yeah, but he doesn't. 
and he doesn't have to wear his three quarter hoodie to keep his or elbows he, warm. He probably likes that hoodie, so I just, probably wears it, stuff. it didn't. It, it it was like yeah, he was trying to be. Uh, he looked unhealthy. He's lost he, a lot of weight, but he looked unhealthy on the sideline. He didn't look good. Ah, uh, um, okay. So, I got one final note from this right. game that kind of segues into the Bears game because we're gonna Let's go there it. next. Um, the officiating was absolutely horrendous. It was unbiased. Un- unbiased. It, being, being, completely un- being completely unbiased here. Got it was it. unbelievable. But what I don't get is how I can – I had the Bears game on my other TV. Remember that uh, end of the game, I don't know what defender it was. It was right on the goal line in the Bears game where he came and broke the ball up, and that was it, right? Yeah. He, like, was behind him, reached down. No pass interference. Same thing. Olympia. Same thing happens in the Steelers game. Pass interference on the Steelers. Mm. Less contact too, I think. Yeah. I the refereeing just it needs to be more consistent for me. I was was pretty upset with that. Um, My biggest problem with the refs so far has been all these blindside the the Heinz Ward rule, the blindside blocks. They've been calling yeah. a lot this year, and I don't I, think they've been blindside. Um, I don't either. I mean, but we'll I've see. seen. Those. They're pretty bad. Um, yeah. So let's jump into the Bears. Hold up. But yeah, okay, so the Bears. Like, Bears are undefeated right now. That's good. 61.3% of teams to start 2 0, make the playoffs. And it's going to be even more playoffs. this year. So Bears are 2 0. That's good. Um, Saquon got hurt. That helped, probably. Uh, I like I don't know because the Bears look so awesome in the first half. Shout out the Giants. I don't put any of the blame on the defense, but it just like everything you've heard about the Bears before is pretty much just the same thing. Like they have an awesome defense. Mitch is inconsistent. I think it was less on him today and more like his two interceptions. Those were those easily could have been caught, but they probably shouldn't have been thrown in the first place. Um, Allen Robinson. Had to play on both balls, didn't make them, but they weren't great. Like th- those were 50-50, true 50-50 balls, not like a 50-50 ball that you throw to like a Randy Moss or yeah. anything. That's Randy Moss has come down with that. It was a true 50-50 ball. Um, so I don't think Mitch was that bad. Um, certainly not like he's had worse games before. Um, the defense was awesome. They saved us in the end. I do I have two questions him. for you about this game. Only. All right. Let's hear them. First question. Yeah. Are the Bears back? Bears are back. That's 100%. I mean, Bears are back. Like, and it wasn't, could, wasn't even bear weather yet. Like, well, it, it was, wasn't bear weather. That's the thing. It was and 66 and sunny in Chicago. I'm just saying, like, we our defense was awesome. Khalil Mack is not at 100%. Robert Quinn only played 25 snaps or so today. Those are the they didn't play a lot of snaps. Those are the two guys that you are going to rely on heavily with your defense in the long term. They're still getting healthy right now. And like winning a game and then playing less than 50% of the snaps, that's going to help you in the long run. So that's that's good for the Bears. Speaking of uh Saquon getting um injured, I just got a notification. Devontae Freeman agrees to a one-year, $3 million deal deal with the Giants and could play as soon as Sunday, per Adam Schefter. Yeah, I I wanted the Bears to get Devontae Freeman, but he can't stay healthy, that guy. 
But on that note, the Bears running game looked very solid. So that's good news for the Bears, too, because now you don't have to rely on Mitch as much. Maybe control the ground a little bit more. Offensive line, way better than it was last year. So that's good news. What was your other question about the Bears? Did you have another? Yeah. What, What do you prefer? Mitch playing good in the first half? Or when Mitch sucks in the first half and turns it on in the second half. I mean, we've gotten polar opposite Mitches in the last two weeks. That's... I, I was watching the game with one of my, uh, well, I had one of my friends is a Bears fan. She was over at my apartment watching the Bears while I watched the Steelers. And when I jokingly said when it was like they were at 14 points, I think the Bears scored. I said, well, Mitch is done scoring now. The Bears yeah. are going to score. I mean, so so I would right. say like you want you want the guy to ball out at the end of the game because if you need a game winning drive, that's when you get it. And so I would say that, and I think the defense is going to be good enough where you're in a lot of games in the fourth quarter, in the second half, you're in pretty much every game. They they should be able to keep you in it, no matter how bad the offense is doing. So if he if he does ball out in one half, I'd rather it be the second half because that's when you need it. Right. So I think that's that's probably all you got to say about the Bears. I mean, it wasn't the Giants are a bad football team. Like they're not that good. They're they're really the not. Bears good. are two and zero. The Giants are another team that I just kind of like. I feel bad for Daniel Jones because I feel like he could be. A, he hasn't like he like he I feel just like he hasn't a had a healthy team around him yet. But he doesn't – it's – I mean, it's, he's just got put in the same place that Manning was. And, I mean, he retired because he was yeah. sick and tired of having nobody around him. But the Giants, like the Colts, are another team that they're never bad enough to, like, yeah. get these – I think Manning was – like, he was probably more past his prime. I mean, well, definitely more past his prime than Daniel Jones is right now. But, like, yeah. I think there wasn't a lot left in Manning's tank to begin with, and that made the Giants look even worse. Um, especially with no weapons, like Manning, Manning could have functioned on a good team, but on a bad team, it's just, ugh, it's gross looking. So I guess we could get into four o'clock games. It was, uh, America games of the week, um, or whatever. Uh, we had the Cardinals and the Washington football team. I got a couple notes on that one. Just, I didn't, I didn't watch that game a lot because the other two games on were, more high profile it yeah. seemed like I think I should have been more interested in that game because both teams were 1 and 0 had a lot of promise I mean Chase Young on Washington but Washington is not that good um one thing I do want to say is Kyler Murray he looks awesome and he is adorable to watch yeah. play football he's so cute in his football helmet and pads he's so small yeah I was going to make I had a couple Kyler Murray or one Kyler Murray comment. I'm just saying. So I went to the doctor the other week and actually got measured at 5'10", which puts me taller than Kyler, right? Kyler is 5'10". Now, I'm assuming that what he did was just he was probably wearing shoes or something. Kyler Murray is maybe 5'2". Like, I refuse to believe he's 5'10". But what Kyler Murray makes me feel like when I'm watching him is that I can go out in my backyard and do that in my turkey bowl because he's he's the same size as me like you know you watch big band play and he's so big and just people he could fly. also be playing I'm professional like, baseball too like i'm like <laughs> i'm the same size as kyler murray so i'm like i 
I could probably do that. Like, I mean, it's I'm, it's nice watching someone your own size go out because, I mean, you're a lot taller than me. I'm, like I said, five. Yeah, ten. I've never felt that before. Like, oh, this guy's six two. I could oh, do that. Like, because he's five, six ten. two and I'm, I'm six like, two. It's refreshing seeing players my size actually be good at football. I mean, you see Ryan Switzer was on the Steelers last year. My size, he couldn't catch a football. He was so awful. And I like so in that situation I'm hey, like Hey, he's good at calling a fair catch. I was like speaking of that, Deontay Johnson need needed to take a couple lessons on him because he keeps muffing punts. Although he had a um, great game. I think we need to br- bring Switzer in just for like a coach to be here's how you yeah. wave and catch. Um, I thought Ryan but, Switzer was gonna be like I mean it's racist of me, but like Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, Wes Walker. It's what you're supposed Hunter to. Hunter Renfro. That's what that's what you expect it's from the guy. What you need to think. But yeah, I just I really like I thoroughly enjoy watching players my size um ball out and look that good because undersized guy. I mean, you don't have to be six foot in the NFL anymore. It's, it's Sports are trending that way. If you're quick and small, I mean, yeah, I probably couldn't have played baseball, but or baseball really, would have been more suited for your size. I don't, I don't know if I could have made the uh, a smaller strike zone, but I don't know if I could have made the NFL. But yeah, we played we played on a fall ball team together. We did. Uh, you weren't that good. I hit a lot of dingers, but I wasn't very good either. So I would like to just I hit a lot of dingers. I hit you're a it. hockey guy. I hit a lot of it. I I am a hockey guy, big hockey guy. Yeah. Hockey's another sport that's trending in the smaller, quick players thing. Yeah. Just a few years well, later. Although those two teams in the final, uh, or I guess the Stars, they're pretty physical. They're not they're, really small. They're big teams. Yeah. They're they're pretty big teams. But do you want to go to the the big the big 425 game? Uh, yeah. Are we talking Are we talking Ravens Texans or Chargers Chiefs? I was talking Chargers Chiefs because I mean a little Ravens- alliteration right there. Cha cha. Ravens Texans blow out. Uh, yeah, let's just talk, touch on the Ravens Texans real quick. Um, I didn't know Romeo Cornell is an associate head coach. I don't know what that means, but I feel like he has as much power as Bill O'Brien in terms of coaching. So Bill O'Brien like did demote himself a little bit as the GM. So he is holding Bro. himself accountable. Do you think it hurt him at all to see like Hopkins go off? Like, oh, that like it's one of the dumbest trades of all time. Or is he just like, I proved my point. We David Johnson's up. like he's gonna be a fine probably, but you don't need. Why would you trade? Like a star wide receiver is so much harder to come by than a star running back, and so much more important than a star running back. You know what my philosophy is? I think he just likes the last name Johnson. Like I personally, yeah. I believe that at some point the Steelers are gonna have it's all. Good. Good all football last brothers. name. I think the Steelers will have all three Watt brothers. What they need yeah. to do is find some defensive player next year in the draft or free agent with the last name Johnson, and he's going to trade J.J. Watt for him because he's like, I need another Johnson on this team. That That's a good it's, call. It's just so, another note that I had about this game. I need Justin Tucker to start missing like a field goal here and there because he's getting like he's getting way too cool with field goals like he's too cool of a kicker right now and i don't like that like he's, i don't like it i don't like my kicker being that cool he's walking around he's walking around with like a pimp walk like is, i don't i don't want that he's an opera out of a singer kicker too. and he's an opera singer yeah I, I don't i don't need him to make that many field goals and feel that good about himself i need him to miss 
I, I, I absolutely must have him miss like a 39 yard field goal. Yeah, please. And for I'm everyone, really, I'm really glad you brought um, Tucker up because that segues perfectly into the next game on the slate and kickers that won't miss in Bucker. Are yeah, Bucker. Are kick are kickers like ice in his veins? Are they getting swag? Because I don't want he, it. Kickers can't have swag. I mean, I want what, I want I want Cody kicker Parkey done? kicking that field goal. Well, I like, don't want him kicking a field goal for my team. Yeah, but like obviously. I want him kicking that field goal. Just, I mean, I can't. I really don't know what it would be like to have Cody Parkey kick a field goal for my team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like but. a Cody Parkey, like a player <laughs> similar to that. I don't want to. I don't want Cody Parkey exactly, but like you know, someone but, like that, like Fat Randy. He just he sits up there. He gets up there. It's fifty three yards. Doesn't even look phased at all. Changed to fifty eight yards later. Drills it. Penalty. It's a 58-yarder, iced, but it went down the middle. Hit, no problem. He just yeah. seems – he just rolls his eyes like, are you kidding me? I got to split the uprights again? Like, are my, you not- my thing is, like, that game was really great. But how – you have fourth and one. How do you punt the ball to Patrick Mahomes and that offense? How do I you have, do that? I have no clue. Like, you know they're going to drive down the field and win. All they need is a field goal at this point because you had the first possession. How do you do that? That's – that's so dumb. Especially Herbert looked good too, and he's big enough. I think Herbert could have fallen forward. Oh, for he that. he for sure could have snuck that for for a like, first down. Or give it to Eckler, and not just yeah. saying that because they, they have the one of the best running games in the league too. Eckler's I get their defense is good, but that's the best offense in the league. Yeah, you have to. I was watching Hard Knocks, and when they weren't talking about COVID testing, Justin Herbert looked really really good. Like, yeah. There were some tight spirals, and there was that one episode where one of the guy, one of the receivers, was like, "Hey man, it's really nice to get a pass thrown where it's supposed to be." Is like what he said. Shots fired at Philip Rivers. And I'm like, he he like actually threw a spiral. It was beautiful. I mean, it looked good. So. Yeah. Tight spirals are overrated in my that opinion. Was, Mitch doesn't throw them, but you know they're, I mean, they're something, hey, I guess. Was, but that was a weird game. Um. Chiefs really they should have lost that game. They should not be two and all. Hundred percent, but I had money on the Chiefs and they finished my parlay, so I made some good bucks off that. So I'll take it in the end. Um do you want to touch on the Sunday night game at all? I don't know if you watched much of that. Yeah, I watched out Pat Seahawks. That that was yeah. it. I wanted to say that did you see the intro video from I, I don't know if the Seahawks fan that did the intro video was famous or something, but it sucked. I don't know if you saw it. It was just like him complaining about the Super Bowl from 2014 and like no, throwing I didn't stuff see around. That I didn't see he was that just part. like throwing a temper tantrum about Russell Wilson throwing a pick in 2014. But but I was mean, like, okay. that, like I get it. Like, like you guys just... have played one time since then, but that's six years old. And it's like. But can you even get mad boring. at that? Because it was all Matt Patricia. Like that's not. It Russell was all Matt Patricia. He called, Matt... he called the, he called the defensive lineman or whatever. It like, was. It was Matt just Patricia the best play call of a defensive coordinator of all time. I've never seen a better play call from a defensive coordinator than Matt Patricia calling that play. Another thing uh, from that game, uh, I don't know who the rules expert is for NBC with them, but all these rules experts are snitches, man. They, they really never are. disagree with the with with the referees. I'm tired of that. They're they're all snitches. I just want. I, just I don't want, need. I don't need them to. Pan to a rules expert anymore because I know what they're going to say. 
You know, one of the worst, speaking of rules experts, one of the worst feelings is, in the, I mean, in the Steelers-Broncos game, there was one where we forced a fumble, but we didn't challenge it because we thought his knee was down. They cut yeah. to the rules expert about 10 minutes later, and he's like, oh, yeah, that was a fumble. And I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't need to see that 10 minutes after that. Not 10 minutes later. Like, like maybe right you, away. Why are you doing that to me? Be because, more proactive. I know my team didn't challenge it. I that's why the score was so close is because they blew that call. But Mike again, Tomlin, notoriously not good at challenging plays. I don't. I don't know if you know that about Mike. Know this <laughs> little fact about Mike Tomlin. He is the only NFL head coach that did not hire somebody to sit up in the press box and watch the replays <gasps> and tell him whether or not to challenge. He, he trust, He's got big eyes. He, he trusts his eyes. Do you know what he does? He watches the replay on the video board. Now that's home or away. Yeah. He'll watch the replay on the video board. So whatever camera angle they show on the video board, that's what he decides to make. Gotta trust your eyes. Every other sport, they have people radioing down. I don't know why Mike Tomlin does it. But, yeah, continue with the Patriots. Uh, One other thing. uh, What are your thoughts about Russell Wilson? Let Russ cook. I, I think that guy's a loser. Like, he's a great quarterback, but he's such a weirdo. He's so weird. What was that one video? He He's made? so fake to me. Oh, it, unlimited. unlimited. That's his video. Yeah. I mean, that one's like, it's a couple years old. But like, like I like Russ. He's probably a good person. But I don't like him either. Oh. And I think he's a weird person. One, I mean, talking about Russell Wilson, though. Um, That's another short guy. He's yeah, five. short guy making it in the league. He is 5'11". He was, but he kind of was the pioneer of that. I no, do think true pioneer Monday night game. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait. Drew Brees. He's done. Drew He's Brees. done officially. Brees. Yeah, his career is over. Uh, he you did a lot. Are you going to cancel him? I would cancel, cancel Drew. Brees. I think you cancel Drew Brees. Canceling Drew Brees. He's done. I mean, his arm is like is weak right now. I watched him throw last night. I didn't see a single pass that he moved his arm, his elbow like behind his shoulder to throw the pass. It was like just the release. He was just flicking it. I mean, if they change the offense to just be like five yard out routes, Drew Brees is going to be elite. But yeah, right now that's, I'm gonna... what, that's what I was going to say. Like, first off, the Saints need Michael Thomas. Like, he's clearly a big part to that offense. But yep. I like I I think Drew Brees. Like, obviously his arm is not strong enough anymore. I still think the Saints' offense with Sean Payton calling the shots, they could still be good just because Sean Payton's a great offensive mind and he could figure something out. Yeah. You have Taysom Hill, like do some cute, weird things with him. I don't. The Saints aren't done, but I think Drew Brees is like he's not going to have a year. No, that you expect out of Drew Brees. I think what Drew Brees is going to. I look think this like, is his last year. I think Drew Brees is going to look like Peyton Manning in Denver when he won the Super Bowl. That's yeah. that's yeah. what the Saints team is going to look like. And I, I mean, it's just setting up for Michael Thomas to come back and just make me look like a complete idiot for saying all of us bad about Drew Brees, but. Yeah, it's the Saints aren't Drew Brees. It's Sean Payton. And like one thing I do respect about Sean Payton is he loves antics. I mean, whether or not it's the ones that he gets suspended for a year for or like when he puts a pile of. I I would say that a year long suspension is a little bit more than antics. I mean, but like when he when he just brings wheels in a table full of cash and is like, this is your Super Bowl bonus. Go out and get it. And then they lose to the Vikings. But like, yeah. He's not afraid. He's never been afraid to make risky play calls. Like, I mean, the onside yeah. kick in the Super Bowl. Like, I do. I love that about him. Like, he doesn't care. He 
he really doesn't care. He'll do whatever he wants. And, you know. Here's here's another thing. Um, the Raiders look kind of good. Like, I don't know how good the Saints are at this point, but the yeah, Raiders look pretty good. Um, I want to talk about Derek Carr. I don't like that guy. Well, I, I, I don't know if I don't like him, but I don't think I like him. Like, he just... Derek Carr, to me, he is big-time, like, guy that would have picked on me in high school sort of energy. Like, he looks like a high school bully to me. I do. Am I wrong about that? I would agree with that assessment. So it's probably it's probably wrong for me to accuse him of that. Um, also, in his post-game press conference, he was talking in a southern accent. He's from California. His brother's from California. They, they played at Fresno State. He's, like, pulling in Aaron Rodgers when he was high on, like, uh, painkillers from pretty much tearing his ACL against the Bears. He's like, he's talking in a southern accent post-game. I don't think he was raised on a southern accent. I don't know why he's doing that. I don't, I really don't understand. I don't think he had a southern accent before. He was definitely, and I've heard David Carr on NFL Network. David Carr does not have a, a southern accent. Yeah. What is he doing? I, I don't know. And I, I don't know how I feel about Derek Carr. I, I don't. Just, I mean, I just. I think he's a high school bully. That's what I see. He looks like a as. high school bully, but he gives. He reminds me a lot of Tony Romo, and the fact mm. that he just gets. He's like not a horrible quarterback, but he has some stupid obscure injury that like. I mean, how many years did Romo miss like key games because he had like inflamed discs or something in his back? Or well, Derek Hart broke his leg in half like, one year. Derek Carr just like they just managed to get like these weird injuries that aren't normal. I mean, like I get tearing an ACL is a normal injury, but like break snapping your leg in half. Yeah. Not that no. I mean, it's just I don't know how I feel about it. I just don't know if he's good either. Like I, I don't, it's I don't like know. his eighth year in the league and I still don't know if he's good or not. I don't know if Vegas is good. I mean I texted you during the yeah, I was like, is is Vegas good right now? Like Don't know. I we still don't know. Because we don't, don't know if the Saints are good either. Yeah. A lot of that relies on Drew Brees. So, like, Derek, we don't know if Derek Carr is good, mm-hmm. but I'm going to segue into one of my other huge takeaways from the game last night that really didn't have to do with any of the players, but the numbers on that field. Oh, yeah, I was going to so talk about that. The numbers looked so good. This is the I, first... think, I think every team should put their numbers in their team's font. Like, I don't know why that it took so long to figure that out. It just looked so good. And... I also another I couldn't get over the fact that the Raiders were playing and there wasn't a dirt patch in the middle of their field. That really threw me weird off. sight. I feel Definitely like what weird. they should have done with the turf is changed it brown, like still had the grass turf, Ooh. but made it brown just so that yeah. I had the same visual. And then maybe built the stadium like a couple thousand people too big so they could still tarp off some seats just so yeah. I, when I'm watching the game I can still like feel like I'm watching the Raiders. Just to reminisce a little bit. It's it it's. And that was another thing. I was like, the Raiders are playing actual football stadium. Are they? Yeah. Maybe they're good. So that was. It was just people a weird... are calling it a Roomba. So it does... I think it looks. I think it looks sweet. I think maybe football stadiums were supposed to look like Roombas to begin with. And Derek Carr signed the wall. Did you see that? I did not see that. He autographed the cement wall. I don't first, follow a lot of Derek Carr content. First win. Unfortunately. I don't, I don't know how it popped up because. Yeah. Certified not a Raiders guy, but yeah, he signed he signed a wall in the stadium. That's big so, time. I guess pro game or move. He thinks he's good. He Derek, definitely thinks he's good. That's Derek Carr sure. thinks he's good. John Gruden thinks he's good. Um, um, 
I guess just the last game we could talk on uh, talk about. Uh, this was a while ago, but it was Bengals Browns. That was a kicking matchup right there. Cody Parkey and Fat Randy. Fat Randy have a night like redeemed himself, but they still lost. Yeah, I think I didn't watch much of this game at all, but I think it's really interesting that the uh, AFC North is really just the tale of two matchups. Does, you have, does Joe Mixon suck? Like, I know he didn't have a terrible game or anything, but, like, he's always a first-round pick in fantasy football, and he, he never delivers on those numbers. No, he, he, he stinks to me. He's, he's a bad good. football player to me. He was, in my opinion, he was a great, he was, nah, he was a good football player until that wild card game against the Steelers where he fumbled the ball and the Steelers went down. And they kicked that field goal to win it, and then we ended up losing to the Broncos, which I was he even about. in the NFL during that? Pretty, Pretty sure he I thought was. that was like Giovanni Bernard or someone. Was it Bernard? I thought it was Mixon. Because Mixon's only been in the league like I think this is his third year or something. Yeah, I'm definitely wrong on that one. Mixon did something else against the Steelers that I canceled him on. Yeah, but that Joe was Mixon Bernard. Kind of stinks. Like he's I not think good. He's not. He's not bad certainly, but I'm tired of him being a first or second round pick in fantasy every year. I mean, Mixon's like the he's part of your running back tandem. Yeah, I mean he's the guy. He's your, your guy. second running back, but yeah. you shouldn't be you shouldn't be touching his uh, your second running back in the first round. I know this is all fantasy stuff, but like that that just annoys me a little shouldn't, bit. Yeah, I just like I was saying though, the AFC North is just that it's a tale of two matchups. I mean, you got the Browns and you got the Bungles, and mm-hmm. that's just uh, what team is going to be bad last. Yeah, and then you have the. Steelers and the Ravens, and that's really more of a defensive. It, I mean, it can go either way. It can be high scoring or it can be a defensive battle. Yeah. And that's like you watch the fourth quarter and you're like, well, someone's gonna do do something. But it's like you watch the Browns and the Bungles play, and it's like it's like they're playing like hot potato with the ball and they're just letting the kickers do whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, I think they should build a dome just for those games, and they should just kick. Like, yeah. Just let them kick. Why not? Go out there and just let him kick. I mean, give him some good condition. Just let him kick. Give me, give me Cody Parkey versus Fat Randy, please. It's just um, so I think that pretty much covers the NFL slate. Um, just like a couple other things that happened in the last week. Um, Josh Donaldson, he got ejected after he hit a home run against the White Sox. That was funny. He kicked dirt on home plate and got ejected for hitting a home <laughs> I, run. I did see that. I saw. That. <laughs> That was pretty funny. I I think baseball's a little uh they're a little soft sometimes with baseball's rules. back just because the White Sox are back, so I'm happy about that. The White Sox are a very good team. White I Sox mean, are a wagon. I think they might be losing tonight. I gotta check my phone on the they, score though. They did lose. Oh, they're the winning. Three one. They did very much lose to the Pirates. But once they went three and one against the Pirates. Hey, the Pirates were good at one point. Right, Pirates were good four years ago. Not my um, Another thing, um, I was gonna ask you. Also, I'll save this question for last. Um, but Jackson State football looking good. They're gonna be a wagon. I'm. <laughs> I mean, what five star crew isn't gonna like the like? You wouldn't want to play. I know they're time? they're not like they're certainly not a powerhouse. I don't even know if they're D one, but like imagine like being like a five star guy or certain they're not gonna get five star guys. But, like, imagine being a player, a top-notch player, and you don't want to play for Deion Sanders, Warren Sapp, and Terrell Owens. Like, 
what a what a coaching staff they just it's formulated right there. Do you think? I mean, is and, Deion Sanders is Deion Sanders a good coach? Like, can he coach? I don't even. I have no idea. I, mean, I think he coaches son's high school team, so he has experience. But those aren't even to me. I mean, unbiased at this point. Yeah. They're not even the three best athletes associated with Jackson State. Walter Payton went to Jackson State. Fair. Sweetness. Yeah. Greatest running back of all time, right there. Number thirty-four. Yep. Should be retired across the NFL, but for for either Walter Payne or Richard Mendenhall, of course. Yes, yeah. either way. Yeah, he, either or. He probably didn't get it retired just because Mendenhall needed to wear that once. But um, yeah, imagine like imagine like your coach, one of your coaches is just like showing you how to route run, and you absolutely get mossed by your head coach, who is Terrell Owens, and then your then your head coach is so disappointed in you that. That he shows you how it's done. So Deion Sanders shows you how to defend Terrell Owens properly. I and then you also just have Warren Sapp sitting on the sideline watching. That's what their practices are going to be. You're gonna, what? They're going to hire one. I mean, they're going to hire some, like, guy. He's. It's going to be like a money ball situation where there's just, like, this out-of-shape guy that, like, knows the game so well. And he's yeah. going to be, like, the mastermind behind it. But all the practices are going to be is just – Sanders and Owens going up against each other. And they're going to be like, no, you did it wrong. Watch yeah. this. And they're like, just going to go at it the whole time. It's just going to be a highlight All their recruits are probably going to be like like five-star guys that probably just got kicked off like Florida State or Miami yeah. or like Alabama, something like that. They're just going to poach their five-star guys that, get, that were too dirty for their team, put them on their team, and just dominate whatever conference they're in. Yeah, and they're going to – It's going to be unfair because like, you want to play for them now. You want to play for Deion Sanders? I not. I mean, if you were at all, like, let's face it, you know in college whether or not you're going to make it to the NFL, really. So, like, if you're not going to make it to the NFL, let's go play for uh, Deion Sanders. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why wouldn't we? That was a big hire. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see if, like, he is actually, like, a good coach or if he just kind of. Yeah, I, I can easily see him. I don't think you have like, to be a great coach for Jackson State. No, like I don't think like, there there requires a lot of intelligence. And I could see him just easily just like letting somebody else do it and him being the face of it, kind of it. I mean, prime time. Every yeah. game, every game is going to be at least eight o'clock p.m. Another another big hire. Bulls hired Billy Donovan today. Hey, that's a good coach. Bulls back too. And, and, end of Jim Boylan era, beginning of Billy Donovan era. New new time in Bulls history. We got Arturis calling the shots. It's gonna it's gonna be good. Like it's gonna well it's gonna be better. That's all I know. It can't get worse, so it's gonna be better. And uh, the last question I wanted to ask you. I guess we'll close with this. Um, what commercial for this NFL season is gonna drive you absolutely crazy? Like that they play all the time. That's a really, really tough one. Um, I have been watching so many sports recently, so it's hard to remember which ones go to which. But the We Have Ants commercial. What, what is that? I don't even know it's, that. It's the... Uh, oh, oh no, I know what expired, you're talking about. Yeah. Expired, expired, expired. We Have Ants. We Have Ants. <laughs> it's like you're slouching again. It's going to drive me absolutely insane. That's a good one. That's Just, a good one. So, like... With the NHL, when Penguins are still in it, they're not. Um, there's an asterisk on this season anyway. Yeah. But the stupid Subway commercials. 
every they showed the subway commercial seven times. Hey, are you talking about the TJ Watt one? No, just the five them saying the five dollar foot long. Oh, song. oh yeah. I'm yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. watch the game and I got five dollar foot long stuck in my head. And I'm like, it's not even a five dollar foot long. Like we're old enough to remember actual five dollar foot Yeah, when it was night. actually a five dollar foot. Now it's like, hey, if you buy twenty of these, we'll give them to you five dollars. Like Yeah. Good deal. It doesn't make sense. But the We Have Ants commercial is I mean, it, it's already driving me. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you what you want to hear mine. Yeah. The the Idina Menzel. Oh, Tara, Tara, look at her go with a fresh cup of joe. Taxidermy. I, I, think, I think that's going to, like, because that was already kind of getting to me before the season started. Yeah. And now, like, it's every commercial break. And if I flip the channel to another, if I flip the channel, it's on that channel. It doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's always on. And you can, yeah, it's just like it's all. I like Idina Menzel, but like I don't like her anymore now. They they ruined Idina Menzel for me. I can't even say her name right. So I think I think I got it right, right? I think it is. I yeah. India Menzel is what I normally end up calling her. India. That's probably would get me canceled, but yeah. My goodness. No, figure it out, man. I think the NFL must have since there's no fans, they must just not have the uh, full budget. Well, I think I think every year, like during the NFL season, there's always a commercial that just drives you nuts. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed in the lack of Bud Light commercials this year. Yeah. In the first couple of weeks, I haven't seen many Bud Light commercials. Um, over the summer, I did become a certified Bud Light guy. Not this. Not this giving, should be us, like a hey Bud Light sponsor. They should because I don't Come like on. giving out free ads, but I know free ads. Drinking a Bud Light right now. I'm yeah. actually drinking an unnamed blue can right now. I had a Goose Island. So out of Chicago. Until I get sponsored, I'm. And I also had a lot of Jack and Coke. So. Yeah. Uh, so until we get sponsored, I'm drinking a out of a anonymous blue can made by somebody that rhymes with Panheiner Mush. Got it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a. Probably a good spot to end it's it. A good right? wrap. It was a, it was a good episode. We'll see you all uh, next week. Wrap probably. it up again. We'll be wrapping up everything that's happened in sports in the last week. Um, yeah. Just right before you happened. And it's gonna be weird. Two three and zero teams. I will have to look at the stats for three and zero teams Let's go. in the playoffs. It's probably better. Probably even better. We'll see. Thank all you right. for joining us. Yeah. See you next time. Bye.